For a brief point in time, the rivalries between the states and the federal government had to be put on hold because of World War II. However, the Federalist debate would become more heated in the years to come. The conflicts of federal federalism during the Civil Rights era is well known. The conservative Southern Democrats, which sought to uphold segregation in their states, were at odds with the more liberal and integrationist federal government. One of the first major battles between state and federal offices in the Civil Rights era came from Brown v. Board of Education. This U.S. Supreme Court ruling on May 17, 1954, declared segregation of public schools to be unconstitutional, but did not give a required timetable for said integration. As the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund recalls, Virginia Governor Thomas, ba Thomas Banson Staley made a commission to defy Brown in August 1954, and the commission proposed that school attendance be made optional for local school boards to have the authority to assign student which students go to school, and parents against integration be given tuition grants so they could attend private schools. However, there was an even more radical idea among some Virginians, which was to close down public schools entirely. Prince Edward C County kept public schools closed from 1959 to 1964, and Warren County, Norfolk, and Charlottesville well, County schools were closed by the state after courts ordered integration in their schools and attendance was still optimal when the Virginia Supreme Court overturned those closures. Furthermore, several Southern politicians signed the Southern Manifesto, declaring attempt to resist the ruling. In 1957, Governor Orval Eugene Fabus of Arkansas deployed the state's National Guard to prevent the Little Rock Central High School from having racial integration, ignoring the Supreme Court's Brown's ruling, as mentioned by uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Faubus's action was an acceptance of the political reality of Arkansas, as the entire state legislature had already signed on to the Southern Manifesto. President Dwight D. Eisenhower responded to this by sending 1,200 Army paratroopers to the state in order to enforce integration policies. Of course, state and, co and federal conflict can't be mentioned in the Civil Rights era without the infamous Alabama Governor George Wallace, who obstructed integration of educational institutions in Alabama in 1963, also noted by Encyclopedia Britannica. Ultimately, states lost the battle to explicitly segregate communities thanks to the signing of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 by LBJ, as mentioned in ByHistory.com. Though the 60s saw state governments as an obstacle to the federal government's agenda, that was not always the case. History.com notes that in 1967, there were riots in several American cities, including Detroit, due to poor housing conditions and other social problems. In response, Michigan Governor George Romney passed the Michigan Fair Housing Act of 1968, which supplemented the Federal Fair Housing Act in 1968 that LBJ passed a few months earlier, yet again recalled by History.com.